Shas Illuminated presents the following shear by Rabbi Avraham Kron. Mesechas Sukkah has been dedicated by Mr. and Mrs. Noach Stengel, Le'ilu Nishmas Menachem Meir ben Naftali, and Esther Bas David. Today's shear is on Sukkah Daf Chof Tes. The Gemara in the beginning of the Daf brings the memory of Rava that discusses what is appropriate to bring in the Sukkah and what is not appropriate to bring inside the Sukkah. And Rava says, Shraga b'metalalta. A lamp may be placed inside the sukkah. But some say that Rava said, The more appropriate place for a lamp is outside the sukkah. By a sukkah, you're allowed to bring the lamp inside the sukkah. But by a sukkah, one should keep the lamp outside the sukkah. What is the reason why in a sukkah ketana you're not supposed to have a lamp inside the sukkah? So, Toysvis Dibur Hamaschel Amrila says that v'shema haynu taima, maybe the reason is, t'chayshin on shema tisarev sukkasai. If the sukkah is so small, we're afraid that if the lamp, when it is lit, is inside the sukkah, shema tisarev sukkasai, maybe his sukkah will burn down. And the rush says this reason, not belash and shema, but he's convinced that this is the reason the rush in Simon Yotes says v'hatam she'eshlachush shema yiskarev haner l'doifne ha-sukkah. Maybe the ner will come close to the walls of the sukkah, the soichas b'hen ha'ur, and the fire will grab hold of the sukkah. It's a fire hazard. The Bach in Simen Tafresh Lamites brings down the reason of Taisis and the Rosh, and he adds, because there's a chshash that the sukkah will uh, ignite on fire, mivas mina. A person is afraid, and he will exit the sukkah. He will leave the sukkah even if the fire doesn't catch onto the sukkah. Why does the Bach explain that? Why doesn't he just say simple, simply that we're afraid that the sukkah? will catch fire. Why does he have to say that uh, because of this chashash, a person will leave the sukkah? And it seems that the Bach explains this way, because if this, he learned a simple pshad in Toysvis and the Rosh, that it's just a, a question of a fire hazard, shamati sarif sukasai, so why is Rava saying this in his halachas of Hilchas sukkah? It sounds like it's a din in Hilchas sukkah, what you're allowed to bring into the sukkah. Rava talks about drinking cups, Rava talks about eating utensils, all different things in Hilchas sukkah that you're allowed to bring into the sukkah. So shraga b'metalalta, or barmi metalalta, sounds like also Rava is discussing a din in Hilchas sukkah. If it's just a question of a fire hazard, that's a din in Hilcha Shmiras Nefesh. A person should be very careful not to do something dangerous. But it's mashma that this halacha has to do with Hilcha Sukkah. And therefore the Bach says that the point is that if you're in a Sukkah Ktana and you have a lit lamp and there is a danger there, even if it doesn't catch fire, but once you're in a situation of a danger, people will be apprehensive to be in such a Sukkah. And he'll leave the Sukkah. Putting something in a Sukkah that will make it that a person is scared to stay there and wants to leave the sukkah, that is inappropriate to stay in the sukkah. I saw that the Magen Avram in Sifkatan Beis, there in Simitafre Shlamites, says a little differently. He brings Toysus and the Rosh and says, Shaloiti Dalek HaSukkah, we don't want the sukkah to catch fire, V'yizbatel mi mitzvasa, and then you will be nizbatel from the mitzvah. In other words, then you won't have a sukkah anymore to be Mekayim the mitzvah. So the Magen Avram, it seems as well, is also trying to explain that this svara of Tyson and the Rosh is not just a din in Hilchas safety, it's a din in Hilchas sukkah. 
that you're not supposed to bring something in the sukkah that can um, jeopardize your kia mitzvah sukkah. If the sukkah is going to catch fire, yizbatal mi you won't be able to mekayim the mitzvah because you won't have a sukkah. So both the Bach and the Mogin Avram are explaining that Toysis and the Rosh are saying a svara that maybe the sukkah will catch fire and that's a problem that therefore you won't be mekayim the mitzvah sukkah properly. Just the way the Bach says it, the chshash is that the person will go away from the sukkah. And the way the Magen Avram says it, the chshash is that the sukkah will go away from the person. In other words, according to the Bach, the chshash is that if a person is in a sukkah with such a situation, he will exit the sukkah, he will not want to stay in the sukkah, even if it doesn't catch fire, but he's nervous that it will. So he will exit the sukkah, therefore it's inappropriate to have a nair in the sukkah. According to the Magen Avram, the chshash is that the sukkah will go away from the person, we're afraid, then he won't have a sukkah anymore, so therefore it's a din and hilchah sukkah, that one should not bring a lit lamp into the sukkah ktana. Rashi does not explain clearly what the reason for this halacha is. He doesn't say if he holds of the reason of Taisis and the Rosh. One thing Rashi does say is, Shraga is a ner shel cheres. it's a lamp made out of earthenware. L'chaira, according to the reason of Rashi and Taisis, the, according to the reason of the Rosh and Taisvis, that it's a fire hazard, a question that the, in a sukkah ktana, it's dangerous because the, the sukkah might catch fire, that should have nothing to do with whether the ner is shalcheres or the ner is of anything else. And the Hagois Ashri brings this beferish. The Hagois Ashri on the Rosh brings the Arzarua in Hilcha Sukkah Simen Shin Dalad that says that Huadin, if it's a lamp that's made out of gold or if it's made out of any other material, it doesn't make a difference. Lav Dafka Shalcheres because the reason, and L'chair the Hezbir is, because the reason is that it might catch fire. The sukkah might catch fire, so it doesn't make a difference what the lamp is made out of. If Rashi says that it's, the sugi is talking about a ner shel cheres, that hints to us that Rashi holds that the reason behind this halacha, that in a sukkah ktana one should not have the ner inside the sukkah, is different than Toysis and the Rosh. However, the Beis Yosef in Simen Tafresh Lamites is convinced of the reason of Toysis and the Rosh, and says that Rashi doesn't mean to say anything different. Rashi Rashi is just saying that it's a ner shalcheres because urcha demilsa shehi shalcheres. The normal lamp in those days was a lamp made out of earthenware. But it's lavla fuke shel sharminim. Rashi doesn't mean that the iser is um, specifically by a ner shalcheres. Rashi is just saying that that's the normal case and therefore we don't see here a machloikes Rashi against Toysis and the Rosh. However, the Bach explains Shitas Rashi differently. The Bach brings that the Roikeach, one of the Rishonim Rebeleza Migermaiza, and Hilchas Sukkas, Simon Reish Yutest says that only by a ner shel cheres is it usher. But if it's made out of metal or a, a wax candle, those are not a problem. And the Darkei Moshe, which is the Ramah, an ois base says that according to the Reikach, the reason is not because of a fire hazard. The reason is mishamius. A ner shel cheres is considered disgusting. It's not uh, proper to bring such a such an item into the sukkah, and therefore the halacha is limited to a ner shel cheres. Only a ner shel cheres is aser. And the Bach brings that the maril is mavur like this. The maril in Hilcha Sukkah Simen Yud Dalid says that if it's a ner shel cheres but it's mechupa bekunya, it's plated with molten lead, then it's mutter. 
better. So we see that the Maril holds it all depends on the Chitzainius, on how it looks. What's the difference if it's a question of a fire hazard? What's the difference how this thing looks? Says the Bach, we see from the Maril, like the Reikeach, that the Isser is specifically by Cheres, and if the outer layer is Cheres, because that's a Mius, that's something that's inappropriate, it's disgusting to bring into a Sukkah a Ner Shel Cheres. If that's the case, says the Bach, that this is the Pshad in Rashi. Rashi says Ner Shel Cheres not merely because it's an Urcha de Milsa, but because the Isser is limited to a Ner Shel Cheres. Because the problem is not related to the fire hazard. The problem is because a Ner Shel Cheres is inappropriate to bring into the Sukkah in a sukkah k'tana. And the question arises, if this is the pshat, why is it dafka in a sukkah k'tana? L'chair, if it's an issue of fire hazard, you could say a small sukkah, there's a fire hazard. A bigger sukkah, we're not afraid that the sukkah will catch fire from that near. But according to Rashi, that it's an issue of mius. So what's the difference if it's a sukkah k'tana or a sukkah g'dayla? You can't bring a disgusting thing even in a sukkah g'dayla. So on that, the Bach explains that in a sukkah g'dayla, in a sukkah g'dayla, you don't notice the near so much. It's sitting in the corner and Ner Shel Cheres, it doesn't affect the atmosphere of the entire sukkah. And therefore it's not nicker, it's not, it's not a problem. Only by a sukkah k'tana, which is so small, that everything that's in there is very noticed and accentuated. So therefore a Ner Shel Cheres, which is a disgusting thing, it's a Dover Mias to bring into a sukkah, and a sukkah k'tana, it's Aser. The Taz in Sifkat and Gimel explains Rashi a third way. So far we have the Beis Yosef that says that Rashi holds like Taisus and the Rosh that the reason is a fire hazard. Ner Shel Cheres is Lav Davka. We have the Bach that says that Rashi holds like the Rekeach and the Maril that the issue is an issue of Mius and therefore Rashi means Bedavka Ner Shel Cheres. The Taz says that it could be Rashi holds a third Shita. That is the reason that the Rav Yoh brings down. The Rav Yoh in Chelek Beis, Simen Tov Reish Mem Aleph says a reason Vegam Memayet Bishiura. When you have a ner shalcheres that's a fixture that's part of the sukkah, that's inside the sukkah and it's there to stay, it's memayit in the shear. In other words, you can't use that area of the sukkah for yourself. That's taken up by the ner. And therefore, if the sukkah is a sukkah ktana, it's metzumtzum, zayin tvachim al zayin tvachim. So you need every inch of it to be considered the shear. Now, if you have a ner over there which takes up place in the sukkah, that's considered that it's memayit the shear in the sukkah, and therefore apostles the sukkah specifically specifically by a sukkah ktana, and not by a sukkah g'dayla. By a sukkah g'dayla, there is no issue at all. There's no fire hazard, there's no issue of mius. However, by a sukkah ktana, where we need every inch of the shear, then you can't have a, a ner shel cheres, because that's going to be mamayat the shear. The taz and the bach bring down this reason, and explain that according to this, when it says sukkah k'tana, it doesn't just mean a small sukkah. It means the smallest sukkah possible. Shir zayin tfachim al zayin tfachim. Because if it's any bigger than that, even if there's still a fire hazard because it's small, or even if it's still mius because it's pretty small, but there's no problem because the whole problem is the miyot b'shiura. The miyot b'shiura is only when it's a shir metzumtzum of zayin tvachim al zayin tvachim. Based on that, the Taz says that this is Rashi Shita because Rashi, in addition to telling us that it's a ner shel cheres, Rashi also teaches for us that a sukkah tana is shel shir metzumtzum zayin tvachim. Why does Rashi have to say it's a shir metzumtzum according to the other reasons? Even if it's slightly bigger, the reasons should apply. If Rashi says it's a shir metzumtzum, so the Taz says 
that Rashi holds the reason of the Rav Yoh, that it's Memayit Bishiura, and therefore only by a Sukkah Tana Kishir Metzumtzum is there a problem, but by a, a Sukkah Doila, any bigger than that, it's not a problem. According to the Taz's Pshat as well, when Rashi says Cheres, it's Lav Bedavka, it has nothing to do with the fact that it's a Dover Mios like Cheres, that will be explained Al Derech the Beis Yosef, that Rashi is just saying because of Urcha de Milsa, that it used to be common to have a Ner Shel Cheres, but the same Halacha by a Sukkah Tana would apply even in an air that's not Shalcheres. The Indian Halacha, the Shulchan Aruch, and Simon Tafre Shlametes, if Aleph says, Hamanoira Basukkah, the lamp could be in the Sukkah, but if it's a Sukkah Tana, Menicha Chutzla Sukkah, you're supposed to put it outside the Sukkah. And the Machaber is not Machalik, whether it's a Ner Shalcheres or a Ner of any other material. And this, I think, is going with Shitasai in the Beis Yosef, that the Beis Yosef we just mentioned explains that even Shitas Rashi learns that it has nothing to do with Shalcheres, it's only Urcha de Milsanakat. But the same halacha applies with a nair of any material because of the fire hazard as the reason of Toysus and the Rosh. And therefore in the Shulchan Aruch he doesn't say an, an opinion that it's only Shalcheres because according to him there, Rashi doesn't have that opinion. Rashi agrees with Toysus and the Rosh and therefore the Machaber did not feel it necessary to bring a shita that holds that it's Tafka Ner Shalcheres. The Mishnah Bruin Sifkat and Ches points out that even though it says in the Lashon of the Shulchan Aruch Im sukkah it's Lav Tafka if it's a Sukkah that's mitzum tzemes b'shiura. As long as it's ketana kol kach be'inyan sheyesh lachush, as long as it's too small that we're afraid that it's going to catch fire, then it's included in the iser. And what the Mishnah Brewer is coming la'afuke is that sheet of the Rav Yah, that according to that svar of the Rav Yah, the whole iser is by a sheer mitzumtzum, as we just mentioned that the Taz was medayik that way from Rashi. The Mishnah Brewer holds la'halacha that we can't limit the iser to a sheer mitzumtzum. We have to yimachmer like Toisvus and the Rosh that hold that the iser is even in a slight bigger sukkah because if there is a fire hazard then we're afraid either like the Bach that a person who's sitting in such a sukkah will be scared away from sitting there and will exit the sukkah or we're afraid like the Magen Avram explained that the sukkah will go away from the person because once the sukkah catches fire the person is going to be forced to be misbatal from the mitzvah of sukkah the Gemara then brings the mashal that the Tana of the Mishnah says that when it rains on Sukkot, it's similar to an Eved Sheba Limzoi Kois Rabbi. He comes to pour a cup for his master, and he spills the pitcher Alpanov on his face. <clears throat> And the Gemara wants to know, who is the one who spills in the mashal? Does it mean that the Evid accidentally spills the pitcher of water in the face of the master? Or does it mean that the master, who is disgusted with the service of the Evid, takes the ketone and throws it back into the Evid's face? And the Gemara says that we see the answer in a brisa because the brisa expounds on the mashal a little bit, and says, Shafach loy raboy ketone al panov, that the master takes the pitcher and spills it back into the Evid's face. Says to him, I am not happy, I do not want your service. So the Gemara says that Lamaskana, that the Pshat in the Mishnah is that the master, who is of course the Rabbinish Shalalam, is throwing it back in our face and telling us that he does not want us to be Makayim, the mitzvah of Sukkah. The Vilna Gain in the Sefer Divrei Elio explains in a deeper way this mashal and says that we know that Rosh Hashanah and Yom Kippur are the Yemei Hadin. Whereas Sukkot is considered Yemei HaRachamim, where we are Mekayim Mitzvahs, and we're trying to be Ma'ayra, the Rachmanus of the Rabbi Nishalaylam. Through being Mekayim, these Mitzvahs, we temper the Din, we sweeten the Din that comes on Rosh Hashanah and Yom Kippur. And therefore the Mashal is 
that a person is coming to pour a drink for his master, and he says that the Lashon of Limzoik doesn't simply mean to pour, it means to dilute. So he's actually coming to dilute a cup of wine that he's pouring for his master, and he's coming to dilute it with water, which al Kabbalah, wine represents the harsh Midas Adin, and water represents the Rachamim that tempers the Midas Adin, and we're trying to be Moizig, we're trying to water down the, the Din with the Rachamim, trying to water down the Yayin with the Mayim. And Hashem Kaviyachal takes the pitcher of water and throws it back in our face, showing us that He does not want us to be Mamtik as Hadin. He doesn't want us to sweeten the din with our Kiyam mitzvah of Sukkah. And that's Taka, the terrible Simon Klala that we have when it rains on Sukkot. When exactly is it considered a Simon Klala when it rains on Sukkot? So the Bikura Yaakov in Simon Tafresh Lamites, Sivkatan Lamites, brings from the Sefer Chemdas Hayamim that we have a Messiah that this is only if before Yontif it was not raining, and Pesah Pisayim, suddenly, Niskashu Shemayim Ba'avim, it started getting, getting cloudy and started to rain, if it was in the weather forecast and that was the normal thing, and it was raining beforehand and it continued to rain, that doesn't show a great Simen Klala. It's when it wasn't supposed to rain, and it hasn't been raining, and then suddenly, Niskashu Shemayim, surprisingly Ba'avim, then that is a Simen Klala. As a matter of fact, as a big machloikas we shine him, when is the rain a simen klala? The ritva in Tainus, Tav Beis Beis, brings from Rabbeinu Ephraim that only if it rains the first night of Sukkot is it considered a simen klala. And the Rambam here in Pirish HaMishnai says mashma like that as well. When he talks about the simen klala of Geshem, he says, Betchilas HaSukkot, in the beginning of the Yantif of Sukkot. Al-Kapanim, according to this Shita, Rabbeinu Ephraim and the Rambam, only the rain the first night of Sukkot represents a Simen Klala. But if it rains on the other days of Sukkot, but it didn't rain the first night, then that's not a Simen Klala. And L'chayr, the Hezbir is, because only the first night is there a Chi of Gomer to eat a Suda in the Sukkah, as we learned earlier on Davchav Zayin. The other days, only if you eat a Suda's Keva, you have to do it in the Sukkah. But the first night you have a Chi of to eat a Suda's Keva and to eat it in the Sukkah. So that is the Iker service that we have at the Rabbeinu Shalom, the Chiyav of Mitzvah Sukkah, and if the Rabbani Shalom rejects that and makes it rain the first night Sukkot, so then we see that he's rejecting our Avoida, and it's a Simen Klala. However, in the rest of the nights, it's not a Simen Klala, because anyway, we didn't have to sit in a Sukkah, we could have eaten in a way that wasn't Keva, and we wouldn't be Mechiyav to sit in the Sukkah. However, the Ritva himself over there in Tainus, and it seems this way from Toisvis and Tainus, and Avbeiz Amaral of Tibur Hamaschel Me'emosai, also Toisvis and the Ritva say that um, the entire seven days of Sukkot, if it rains any of those days, that is considered a Simen Klala. They bring a Raya from the Sugya in the beginning of Tainus, which we won't get into now. Ayin Sham, for Ayin B'meiri, but Tainus Daf Beis Amiralif, that the Meiri expounds on this as well. Ba'al Kalpanim Toysis and the Ritva hold that the Simen Klala is not just on the first night of Sukkot, but when whether it rains on the first night or any other day of Sukkot, Saif Kal Saif, we had a Mitzvah, when you eat a Sudas Keva to eat in a Sukkah, and now the Rabbani Shalom is rejecting that mitzvah, therefore that is the Simen Klala that is referred to in our sugya. The Ramah in Simen Tafresh Lamites Siv Zayin says that if, so, if it's raining when someone is in the sukkah and he's potter in sukkah because it's raining, the Eino Yoytze Misham but he decides that he's going to sit there anyway Eino Yimekabal Alav 
He's not Makabal Schar for sitting in the sukkah. The Ainan Elo Hedyoitus, it's only Hedyoitus to sit in the sukkah, is Nikra Hedyoit, as we've quoted from the Yushalmi, that if a person is potter from something and he continues to do it, he has Nikra Hedyoit. In the Ramah, it's Mavur that there is no Indian to stay in the sukkah in the rain. You don't get any Schar for doing that. Ainan Elo Hedyoitus. In the Shari Tshuva, Sivkat and Vav, he brings even more. Uh, from the Shvus Yaakov, Gimel Simen Memhei, that the Shvus Yaakov says, It's not just that you don't get schar, but it's improper to sit in the sukkah. Based on the mashal of our Mishnah, if a person is coming to do service to the king, and the king says, It's a chutzpah to insist and uh, force your avoida onto the king. The Shvus Yaakov says, If you force it, and when the king doesn't want it, so the Melech will get more angry. It's inappropriate to force your service onto the king. And therefore, if Hashem is making it rain and telling us that he doesn't want us to sit in the sukkah, and we're a putter from sitting in the sukkah, to sit there anyway, even though the Rabbani Shalom is rejecting our mitzvah, that's something that's not just hedyoitus, but it's something that's considered a chutzpah, and it's improper to do. And the Bir Halacha brings similarly from the Bikure Yaakov in Sivkat and Lamed Ches, that if a person sits in the sukkah when it's raining, it's not proper manners to do that because a person is uh, forcing his avoida onto the king even though the king doesn't want it. The emes is that the riff and the rush who usually bring down only things that are halacha bring down this mashal with our gemara mi shafach lami and the carbon asanel at the end of our parak in ois hay is bothered. Why did the riff and the rush bring this down? This mashal is not so nagea la halacha. And the Karban Asanel says that it could be that the mashal is nagea la halacha. Because if you were to understand that the mashal means that the Evet accidentally spilled the water, so then you could say that you're putter from doing the mitzvah of sukkah. But in la hachmir al if a person wants to be machmir, he's allowed to. There would be room to be machmir. We were uncareful with our avoida. But if you want to be more careful, if you want to sit there even in the rain, maybe there would be an Indian to, that you'd be allowed to do it. However, the maskana that it says that it's as if the rabbi throws back the water in the Eved's face, and this is what we're saying from the Shvus Yaakov, from the Bikura Yaakov, and now from the Karben Asanel as well, that the maskana's hagemara. It's not proper to sit in the sukkah in the rain. The etzim pshat of the carbon asanel, it's not mashma that way from our Rashi. Rashi dibra maschalmi is mashma that there is no nafkamina between the ways to explain the mashal of the Mishnah. Pirusha de masnitin mi ba'ilan. All we want to know is the exact emesa taich and the pshat in the Mishnah. But not that there's a nafkamina, but the way the carbon asanel says that there's actually a nafkamina, how he explained the mashal of the Mishnah. But either way, it comes out from these gedayla achreinim that if it rains, not only is it uh, useless to sit in the sukkah, but it's also improper to sit in the sukkah. And this there's makam to be ma'ayrer in the Sefer Oitzar HaChayim in Hagei Tzanz brings down that the Tzanzerav, the Divrei Chaim, used to sit in the sukkah even when it would rain. Even if it would rain and you were potter from sukkah, still he felt that it was worthwhile for the Chavivas HaMitzvah to sit in the sukkah. And in the Tshuvas Minchas Elazar, Chelek Dalet Simen Lamed Aleph, he says, Min Hagenu, May Avoyseinu V'Rabiseinu, Our fathers and our Abayim, Have a Minik Dor Achardor, Leishev even if Geshamim is falling down and you're potter from sitting in the sukkah, our minig is that we don't uh, leave the sukkah. So it seems that the minig in Sanz, the minig in Munkach, and in many other Hasidish cities, that they would sit in the sukkah even when it was raining. And they say over a memra in the name of the Divrei Chaim, that even though it says in the Yushami that if you're potter and you do something, it's worth it to be called a hedyoit, 
in order to sit in the sukkah, even if I'm going to be called a hedyot by the Yushalmi, it's still worth it to me to sit in the sukkah. And the MS is that this Hanhaga is a big Chiddush, because L'chaira, the message of Chazal, when the Yushalmi says, and more strongly when it says in our Mishnah that it's Nimshal to a, a master who is Shoifech Loikita and Alpanav on the Eved, the message of Chazal is that it's improper to sit in the Sukkah. That not just that you're Potter from sitting in the Sukkah, but that there is no Indian at all, and if anything, Fakaret, it's a Chisarin in Derech Eretz, and it's a Chutzpah to force our um, Avdus on the Master in a situation where he doesn't want it. So, of course, everyone should continue La Halacha from the sugya, it seems, according to the understanding of many achrayim, that when it rains in the sukkah, the proper thing is to go back into the house and not to force our avoida on the rabbinu not to sit in the sukkah when it's raining. I just want to end this segment with a famous kasha from the Oynig Yantif. The Oynig Yantif is Simon Memtes asks that we see in our sugya that when it rains, a person is potter from sitting in the sukkah, but it doesn't say anywhere in the sugya that it's Aser Medina to sit in the sukkah when it's raining. And Lechaira, there should be an Iser, Alochalamaisa, sitting in the sukkah when it's raining. Because we know the sugya says on Daftesamid Aleph that the Atsei HaSukkah are Asurim Ba'ana, Kol Shiva, the wood of the sukkah, surely the wood of the Schach of the sukkah. And according to the Rambam and Hilcha Sukkah, Paragvav, Halacha Tezvav, even the Dafanais of the sukkah are Aser Ba'ana. And if that's the case, when a person is sitting in the sukkah at a time that he doesn't have to, he is l'chayra unnecessarily benefiting from the atzayah sukkah. When we're mechayiv to sit in the sukkah, so it's not a kasha to say that we're benefiting from the atzayah sukkah. Hashem tells us, basukah's teishu shivas yamim, obviously mitzvah se bekach. Our mitzvah is to sit in the sukkah. But in the case where you're potter from sitting in the sukkah, because it's raining, so l'chayra, that p'tur should now become an iser gamur. Because if you're potter from the sukkah, so then you have no excuse, you have no reason to be nana from the Atzei HaSukkah. And if you sit there anyway and the Atzei HaSukkah are protecting you from the rain, and the Atzei HaSukkah are protecting you from the elements outside, L'chari, you are being nana from the Sukkah, that should be awesome, Adin. And the Oynig Yotev is Matmiya that we never find in the Sugya, and the Gemara and the Paiskim, that it should be awesome, Adin because of that Gemara of Atzei HaSukkah, Asurim Bahana. So I just want to point out that there's a simple teretz to this question if we assume like the Taz in Simen Tov Reish Lamed Ches, Sivkatan Gimel. The Taz says that this that it says in the Sugya on Daftes, that Atzei HaSukah Asurim Bahana, that is referring to only Hanoa Shel Kilui. Hanoa, that you consume the Atzei HaSukah for your own benefit. Not just stop benefiting from it, but if you take it and use it up and benefit from the Sukkah, the Atzei HaSukah, for example, you use it as firewood or something else which consumes the Atzei sukkah, and now you're being mavatal the mitzvah sukkah, you're um, taking away the Atzei sukkah from the possibility of using it for the sukkah. That's the Isr Hanah that we're referring to when we say Atzei HaSukkah are Asurim Bahanah. And the Emes Isra of Aaron Kotler's Atzal was Medayik, this Yisoyed of the Taz from Toysvis in Shabbos, Tafchav Beis Amid Aleph, Tibra Maschel Sukkah, and the Shtikl Torah of Aaron is brought down in a sefer called Sukkah's David on Masechta Sukkah, on page Reish Aleph. You could see there the Stai 
Stapler in the Kehilas Yaakov in Sukkah Simen Zayin discusses this as well. Al Kalpanim it seems a clear raya from Taisis and Shabbos Tafchav Beis Amar Aleph that only Hanoa Shel Kilui is also from the Atzayas Sukkah, not Stam Hanoa, not just Stam benefiting from the Atzayas Sukkah. If that's the case, then the Kasha of the Oynig Yantif is not Shver because sitting in the Sukkah and being Nana from the Atzayas Sukkah because it's protecting you from the outside elements that's not included in the Isra Hanoa. That's why we don't find any place in the Sugya that when it's raining you have an Isra Medina, Iker Hadin, to sit in the Sukkah. Because only Hanoah shall kilo ya Hanoah of using up the Atzay HaSukkah, the Schach or the Defanis according to the Rambam, that is something that's also by Hanoah. But if it's not Hanoah shall kilo, it's not benefiting from the Schach of the Sukkah, but the Schach is still intact, you're not using it up, you're not consuming it, then it's not included in the Isra Hanoah, and that would be a possible Mahalach to answer the Oinig Yantiv's Kasha, while we find over here in the Sukkah, in the Sukkah that it's Potter, that if a person, is, if it's raining, a person is Potter from the Mitzvah of Sukkah, but we never find that Me'ikra Adin, there's an Isra of Sukkah because of being nana from the Atzayah Sukkah because the Atzayah Sukkah are only also Bahano Shel Kilui not in a Hano She'enoi Shel Kilui Be'ezras Hashem Izborach we are beginning Perek Lulav Agozul the third Perek of Masech HaSukkah Daf Choftes Omud Beis The Mishnah says Lulav Hagozul Vehayovesh Posul The Gemara explains the reason why Lulav Hayovesh Posul why is a dry Lulav Posul for the mitzvah of Dalid Minim, and the Gemara says, Hodar Bo'inen Veleike. In order to fulfill the mitzvah of Arba Minim, every one of those Arba Minim have to be Hodar, they have to be beautiful, and a Lulav, which is Yavesh, obviously is not beautiful, therefore it is possible for the mitzvah of Dalid Minim. There's a basic machlaikas between Rashi and Toysvis to understand this Gemara. Rashi in the Mishnah says, Yavesh, the Bo'inan Mitzvah Mehuderes, Dichsiv Ve'anvehu. Rashi says that the reason why a lulav ayavish is possible because we need the mitzvah to be in a mahudar way since the pasuk says ve'anvehu. Rashi is referring to the famous drasha of Chazal which is brought down in the Gemara Shabbos, Daf Kuflamet Gimel Amud and in other places. And the Gemara says that we learn from the words zek heli ve'anvehu hisnoel lefon of the mitzvahs. Since the root of the word ve'anvehu is noi, beauty, so the Torah teaches us that one has to do all the mitzvahs in a beautiful way, and the Gemara brings example, you have to build a beautiful sukkah, have a beautiful tzitzis, and a beautiful sefer and a few more examples. Rashi holds that also this din, which is brought down in our Mishnah, that Lula Bayovish is posul, is learned from that general halacha, which is learned from the posuk of Zek, Heli, Van Veyu, that the same way in every mitzvah that we do, it has to be in a beautiful way, so too, the mitzvah of Dalad Minim have to be done with beautiful Dalad Minim. And the lulav hayavish, a lulav which is dry, obviously is not beautiful, and therefore it is possible for the kiyum of the mitzvah of Dalad Minim. Toysfis quotes Rashi's pshat, and Toysfis asks on Rashi, how is it possible to say that this halacha of lulav hayavish posel is learned from the general halacha of Hidur mitzvah, which is learned from Zek Heli Veyu, since we have a, a Mephorashi Gemara that teaches us that this din of Hidr Mitzvah, which is learned from Zek Heli Veyu, is only a din of a Lechatchila. That Lechatchila, one has to do all the mitzvahs in a beautiful way. But if he did not do the mitzvah in a beautiful way, it is not Me'akid B'Dievit. The Gemara in David from Udbeis says that the reason why there's a special Indian to tie the Lulav and the Arava and the Hadassim together is because it says in the Pasuk, Zekeli Van Veyu, and the Gemara explains that tying 
those three meaning together adds to their beauty. Nevertheless, the Gemara clearly says that even if one did not tie those those gimel meaning together, according to the Manda Omar Lulav Ain Sarich Eged, he is Yoitzi Yedei Choyvas Mitzvah, and but the Eved it is not an Akiv. So we see that even though one is supposed to do something in order to beautify his mitzvah, if he did not do so, it is not ma'akev b'di'evet. If that is the case, how could Rashi say that lulav ayovish is possible because it says zekhil v'anveyu, the halach of hidur mitzvah which is learned from the pasuk of zekhil v'anveyu is only ma'akev l'chatchila, but not b'di'evet. And the Mishnah clearly says lulav ha'gosul v'hayovish possible, which means it is possible even b'di'evet. Therefore, Toysvis have a different explanation, which is based on the Gemara Lekamon Daf Lamedala Famut Aleph. The reason why Lulav Ayavish is possible is because in the Pasuk which teaches us the mitzvah of Arba Minim, the Pasuk uses the word Hadar describing the Esrog. It says in the Pasuk, Lekachtem Nochem Bayim Arishoin pre-8s Hadar. And we learn from that that the Esrog has to be Mehudar, has to be beautiful. And the Gemara says, that according to the man, the Omar, in our Mishnah, not only the Esroig has to be beautiful, there's a Hekish that teaches us that all the other three Minim are compared to the Esroig, and therefore all the other Minim are also have to be beautiful, and that is why Lulav Hayavesh is possible, because the same way Esroig has to be, Hodor has to be beautiful, also the Lulav has to be beautiful, and Yavesh is not beautiful. So it comes out that according to Rashi, the Psul of Lulav Ayovish is a general din which is found in all the other mitzvahs of the Torah, the din of Hidur Mitzvah, which is learned from the Pasuk of Zeh Keli Ve'anveyu. It is not a specific din which is applied to the Dalit Minim only. And according to Toysves, this din of Lulav Ayovish, Pasul, is a specific, specific and special din in Lulav and Arba Minim, that if they are dry... They did not, do not fall in the category of pre-Eitz Hadar. The Torah wants us to do the Arba Minim in a very Mehudar way. But Lemaise, Toysis' Kasha and Rashi seems like a very valid Kasha. How could Rashi explain that the reason why Lulav Ayovish is possible because of the general mitzvah of Zekili Ben Veyu, the general mitzvah of Hidr mitzvah, since Toysis proved from the Gemara of Lulav Tzorich Eged, that even though there is a din of Hidr Mitzvah to tie all the three Minim together, nevertheless, this Mitzvah is not Me'akiv B'di'evid. So we see from there that this din of Zekhili Ve'anveyu, this din of Hidr Mitzvah, the general din of Hidr Mitzvah of Kol Kula, is only a din of Lechatchila, but it is not Me'akiv B'di'evid. The Me'iri answers this Kasha and he says, Lo'i kol hamidois shavois bipsul she'enoi hador. It seems from the words of the Me'iri over there, Ayin Sham, that there are a few levels in this halacha of Hidur Mitzvah. This halacha that the Torah teaches us, in the words, Zekhelev and Veyu, that we have to do all the mitzvahs in a beautiful way, there are a few levels to that halacha. Some things are only a little bit not mehudar, they're only, they're only lacking a little bit of beauty, and these things are kosher b'di'evet. For example, this halacha that we have to tie all the three meaning together, the Lulav and the Hadassim and the Arovis together, even if one did not tie those three minim together and they are separate, they're only lacking a little bit of beauty. They don't have this extra special beauty of uh, being tied together. Therefore, of course, Lechatchila, one should tie them together, but if he did not do so, they are still kosher but the Evid. But there are other, other things that when you don't have them, 
the item is lacking any level of beauty. And that is the example of lulav hayavish. When a lulav is dry, there is no beauty to it whatsoever. Whatsoever. And the, the whole beauty of the lulav is only when it is fresh. And when it is dry, it is completely without any beauty. And therefore, it is possible even bedi evid. The Tzvasemes also says something similar to the words of the Me'iri. And he says that there is a chilek between Tosefes Hidur and something which is Mi'us. Something which is only for a Tosefes Hidur. And the example is what we mentioned before, tying the three minim together, which is only to add extra beauty to the Arba minim. That is not Me'akiv Bidi Eved. And even if you did not do so, you are still Yoitze the Mitzvah Bidi Eved. But something, Allah, which is required, because otherwise the mitzvah is mohus, of course, over there, if you don't have that t'nai, you're not yaitzi de'chayva. And by a lulav, while it is yavesh, it is completely mohus, and therefore you cannot be yaitzi the mitzvah, even bedi evid. So it sounds like according to the Meiri and the Sfasemes, there are a few levels to this halacha of hidr mitzvah. Some mitzvahs, sometimes we say that the hidr mitzvah is me'akev, even Bedi Ebed, when the item is lacking beauty completely, and according to the Sfasemets, it's already Mo'us. And sometimes we say that there's only an extra mitzvah lechatchila to add beauty to the mitzvah, but if you did not do so, it is not Me'akev Bedi Ebed. The Chassam Soifers answers the Kasha of Toysis and Rashi slightly different. And he says that there's a difference between the Hidr mitzvah of tying all the three minim together, and the Hidur Mitzvah, which is mentioned over here in our Mishnah, of Lulav Hayavesh Pasul. The Hidur Mitzvah of tying the Gimel Minim together, tying the Lulav and the Adasim and the Aravois, is not a Hidur in the Mitzvah itself. The Mitzvah itself is to do Netilas, netilas Arba Minim, and the Mitzvah itself could be done even without tying. There's only an added thing that in order to make the Qum of the Mitzvah a little bit nicer, you're supposed to tie the three minim together, but tying those three minim together doesn't change anything in the hefts of the mitzvah. The lulav is the same lulav, the hadasim are the same hadasim, and the aravois are the same aravois. This type of hidur mitzvah, which is not in the mitzvah itself, is only lechatchila, and it is not me'akev bedievit. But the halacha of hidur mitzvah, which teaches us that lulav ayavish is pasul, this is a din in the mitzvah itself. The lulav itself is different if it is dry. While the lulav is dry, it lacks beauty, there is no hodder to it, and therefore this din of Hidr Mitzvah, which is in the chefts of the mitzvah itself, is me'akev, even b'dievet. The Sfasemes brings another interesting teret, ter- based on the famous klal, all over the shas, kol horoi lebila ein bila me'akeves boy, which means that sometimes something is me'akev b'dievet, only if I cannot correct it. But if I correct, if I could correct the situation, so this t'nai is not even me'akev b'dievet. So applying that rule to our case, in the case of lulav, which you did not tie all the three meaning together, since I could right now correct the situation by tying those meaning right now, and for, right now before I, I will do the mitzvah, therefore it is not me'akev. So even though, of course, it is a better hidur to tie those meaning together, but kol and since it is still rawi for this hidur mitzvah, I could still do the tying of those three minim, so it is not me'akev, and I could even do the mitzvah without tying them together. 
But lulav ayavesh, when I have a lulav which is dry already, there's no way to correct the, the situation in front of me. I cannot make this lulav fresh again. Therefore, the hidur mitzvah, which is not possible to correct, is me'akev afilu bedi'evet. Up until now, we saw a few ways of answering Toysvis' kashan rashi and explaining the difference between the two halachas that we found of hidur mitzvah. The halacha in our Mishnah teaches us that Lulav Hayovish Posel and Rashi explained that this is because we need a mitzvah mehuderes, the kiliban veyu. And over here in our Mishnah, it says that it is Posel even bedievet. And the Gemara that Toysis brought teaches us that we need to tie the three minim together because of the, the, of the klal of, of Hidur mitzvah. And still we find over there that even if he did not do that, if he did not tie those three minim together, the mitzvah is kosher the ebed, and we saw a few ways of explaining the difference between the hidur mitzvah of lulav vayavesh and the hidur mitzvah of tying the minim together. There's a completely different way of answering Rashi from Toysus' kasha, and this pshat is found mainly in the Kappa Tmarim and the Pnei Yishua. These Achreinim explain that Rashi, of course, agrees to Toysvis that this halacha of Lulav Hayavish Posel is, is learned from the words and this is a specific din in Arba Minim that the Torah teaches us that they have to be beautiful and if they are Yavish, they are Posel. The reason why Rashi brought the general Drasha of Zek Heliban Veyu, the general din of Hidru Mitzvah in Koyla Terakula, because Rashi wanted to answer a kasha that actually bothered Toysvis themselves. Toysvis, in the end of the, of the, of the Omod in Dibur Matchil Bo'inan, explains that there are two parts of the mitzvah of Dalad, of Dalad Minim. There's a mitzvah of the first day of Yom Tov of Sukkot, which is a mitzvah de Oiraisa, and there's a mitzvah in the rest of Yom Tov of Sukkot, all the, uh, the uh, other six days of Sukkot. And that mitzvah is only Zeicher Lamikdosh. But it is uh, it's not a mitzvah they rise, it is a mitzvah they rabbonon, Zeicher Lamikdosh. Now, Toysus brings a few halachos in the mitzvah of Dalet Minim that apply only to the first day and do not apply to the mitzvah they rabbonon of Netilas Dalet Minim in the rest of the Yom Tov of Sukkot. For example, Lulav Hashaul, if someone borrows a Lulav, he is not Yoytzi Yedichoyv in the first day of Yom Tev, which is a mitzvah de Uraisa, but in the other six days of Yom Tev, he is Yoytzi Yedichoyv, since it's only a mitzvah de Rabbonon, Zeicher Lamikdosh. Now, Toysvis himself asks, why is it so that this halacha of Lulav Hayavesh Posul is throughout the whole Yom Tev of Sukkot? Lulav Hayavesh is not only Posul in the first day of Yom Tev, it is also Posul in the other six days, which are only a mitzvah derabbanon, and we will see later on what Tosis answers on that kasha. So says the Kapis Morim the Pnei Rashi was bothered by that kasha. Why is this? Why is it that so that the halacha of lulav ayavish posel is not only applied to the first day of Yom Tif, but also to the rest of the days of Sukkot? And for that, Rashi brought the general halacha of Zekelivan Veyu. According to Rashi. It is true that the basic halacha of Lulav Yovish Posul is learned from pre Hadar, but this only answers the first day of Yom Tev when the mitzvah is a mitzvah min The mitzvah of Dalit Minim is mitzvah min and the Torah teaches us that it has to be Hadar. Why did Chazal passel a Lulav Yovish for also the rest of the days of the Yom Tev of Sukkis? 
For that Rashi explains that this is because there is also a general mitzvah of Hidr mitzvah. A person has to do the mitzvahs in a beautiful way. And therefore Chazal chose to be misakin this mitzvah of Dalad Minim for the rest of the days of Yom Tif, for the rest of the six days of Yom Tif. And they instituted a halacha that if the lulav is Yavesh, it would be possible even by the Evans. And the reason why Chazal chose that in this mitzvah specifically, the mitzvah of Natilas Lulav, in the other days of Sukkot, aside from the first day, here the Hidr mitzvah will be Me'akiv Afilu Bedi Eved, because here we found already that this specific din of Lulav Hayavish, Posul, anything which is not Hadar, is Posul in the first day, Min HaToyra. So Chazal, when they were Misak in the mitzvah of Natilas Dalad Minim, in the rest of Sukkot, they continued the same halacha, and they, say, they said, that if he is noitel, a lulav which is yavesh, it will be possible even by the Eved. And according to that, Rashi agrees that in Kolatai Rakula, the din of Hidr Mitzvah is not me'akif by the Eved, as we saw from the Raya of Toysis. Only over here in this specific halacha of lulav hayavesh, holds Rashi that Chazal were misak in a special din, since anyways we found in the first day of Sukkot that the lulav is possible even by the Eved, because in the first day of Yom Tiv, the Natilas Lulav is Min HaToyra. Chazal continued that din to the rest of, of Yom Tev of Sukkis, and they said that even the, the mitzvah there, Abonon of Natilas Lulav, in the other six days of Sukkis, will also have that halacha that a Lulav Ayavish is Pasul Afilu Bediyevet, even though in Kalatir Kula, Hidur Mitzvah is not Me'akiv Bediyevet. So according to this chant of the Kapistmarim, the Pnei Yeshua, Rashi agrees to Toysvis. That the Ikar Halacha of Lulav Ayovish Pasul is from the Pasuk of pre eight Hadar, that one has to do the mitzvah of Arba Minim with Arba Minim, which are Mehudar and not with dry ones. Rashi only added the Svar of Zekilivan Veyu to explain why the Lulav Ayovish is Pasul also for the other six days of, of Sukkis after the Yom Tov Harishon. You have been listening to the Shiurim of Shas Illuminated. Shas Illuminated is a non-profit organization dedicated to broadening the learning of those studying the DAF worldwide. If you would like to make a donation or to dedicate a DAF or Masechta, please visit our website at shasilluminated.org or call 203-312-SHAS. You can also email us at shasilluminated at gmail.com.